Thanks be to, to God. God. Jesus sent the messengers of God two by two to do the overwhelming work of ministry. This scripture obviously resonates with me and I believe with Pastor Amy because of our connection together through team ministry. If you hear the words of Jesus, he offers them, these missionaries that he's sending out, words of instruction and words of warning. Because there may be difficult moments that lie ahead. He said, I send you out as sheep among the wolves. That sounds like a good reason to become a pastor, doesn't it? He reminds them that they may be accepted, they may be rejected. And he comforts them. Because rejection in ministry is difficult because it feels very personal. He reminds them that God is with them and that God is watching. I appreciate the fact that Jesus sent these missionaries out two by two. I often think of the scripture that I use at weddings from Ecclesiastes 4. Two are better than one because they have a greater return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. In our case, it would probably be after laughing at the one that fell down. After we made sure they were okay, we would help them up, but there would be giggling. The scripture goes on to say that one may be overpowered, but two can defend themselves, and a cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Two is better than one. More work is accomplished. Laughter is present. Help is near. But even more important, God is there, strengthening against brokenness. We are better together. Pastor Amy and I honestly and earnestly believe that. It's part of the DNA of our cooperative ministry, which predates the term that was given to us by the conference. We were a cooperative ministry before they even knew it. Now we just have a fancy name and a few more people to cooperate with. We are better together. And because we believe that, we as pastors are better together and that we as churches are better together, we intentionally formed a team of folks from each of our churches to work together and we named it Better Together. We didn't, I mean, it, we didn't get real imaginative with the name. We're just better together. So the Better Together team works to live out the vision that God has set forth that we are better together. The Better Together team began when we had a three-church connection. They began with a Bible study so they could learn about each other while they learned about God. And they worked together. They started just before the pandemic. They worked together through the pandemic to do small uh, projects to bring cheer during such a difficult time. You'll hear Pastor Amy talk about joyful contagions. As our ministry grew, so did the Better Together team. And that expanded team put together the largest project that our parish has undertaken, the Five Points Parish Festival that was two weeks ago today. The festival was an amazing day. It was challenging to put together, but anytime you work with a large team of people on a large project, there are challenges. But God was faithful to us. Through the hard work of the Better Together team, we raised $10,000 for outreach events for our churches the first of which was the festival. And because that money was raised, we were able to offer the festival at no charge for the members of our churches and for members of the greater community. 
We had initially planned to have it at the park, but Mother Nature changed her mind. And so we moved it to St. Paul's, and the building was packed. And if you've been around this building, that's not a small statement. The gym was packed. We had people up here in the sanctuary. The fellowship hall was packed. It was a good day in God's kingdom. Better together, though, is more than a team. It's it's, It's a belief that motivates our ministry. Through our work together, we have done so much this past year. Our young people, this was just at the beginning of our year together, our young people had raised money and we purchased animals through Heifer International. We challenged one another through a mostly friendly competition to see which church could collect the most peanut butter for Haiti. You guys were the winners. I have the trophy in my office. We all know I love trophies. Yes, Char, love trophies. So we collected over the five churches 366 jars of peanut butter. The really cool part about that, beside how blessed our brothers and sisters in Haiti will be with the peanut butter, is that Republic had never collected. And they, they came in second to us. We, we edged them out, right, Richard? Yep. They came in second. I think they collected 80 jars, and they had never done that before. St. Paul's hadn't done it for quite a long time, and we beat them with 108, I think. We have lived into the words, the idea of being better together. We have lived into the words recorded of the early church. Acts records the togetherness of the early church as they came together and sold their possessions and gave to the needy. We have done mission projects together in that same spirit. And just as the early church gathered to eat, to worship, and to study together, we have done likewise as we have gathered around fellowship meals, as we have studied together at parish-wide Bible studies, as we have supported one another's children's ministries and worshiped together in joint worship services. We even took our joint worship to the streets on the evening of Ash Wednesday when we left our worship service here at St. Paul's and walked down to the Justice Center and joined with students from Heidelberg and other Christians as we prayed for the people of the Ukraine as war broke out in their land. The Lord is pleased when we work together in ministry. And it reflects that in the scripture in Acts as it reads, and day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. God knows what God intended the church to look like. I am proud of the ways that we have reflected the early church, and I know that God will continue to call us into new ways of ministry together. God has blessed us and added to our churches. Many of the churches in our parish celebrated baptisms and new members this year, including a confirmation class that's happening at Salem. And when's the last time they had a confirmation class? It's been a long time. People are responding to the call of God in our churches. They're professing faith in Jesus Christ. They are responding to their own calls into ministry. We had two new people attend lay servant training this year, one of which is preaching probably about right now. Talk about being called out of your comfort zone. Laura O'Million is preaching at Sycamore. We have a total of nine lay speakers across our five churches. 
We also had one of our lay servants move forward in her ministry as Roxy Roush from Republic became a certified lay minister. And one of our members, one of your people, Amy Oksher, moved from part-time to a full-time pastorate as she serves at Clyde First and Green Springs United Methodist Church. God is moving. And our faithful are responding to the call with the full support and love of other members of the churches. It's so easy to miss all that has happened over the course of a year. So we wanted to talk about each of the churches briefly to let you know all that we have accomplished through the power of the Holy Spirit of God. So Pastor Amy's going to bring us up to speed on the southern churches, and then I'm going to talk about Republic and St. Paul specifically. try to get close enough to this. So there's a post that circulates out on Facebook from time to time entitled, My Life with the Holy Spirit. And it shows a couple of people coming down a hill on a roller coaster, their hair flying back and their eyes as big as saucers. Charlene and I could probably repost that picture and entitle it instead, My Life in Connectional Ministry. Have we been busy? Yes. Have we been overwhelmed? Certainly at least at times. Has God been faithful? Absolutely, every day. Has the Spirit moved in our ministry? Definitely. And we are ready to buckle up for another adventure this year. Last year, it was important for us to find ways to bring our churches together so that we could begin to form relationships with each other. One of the first ways that we did that was through our come and sees. The Come and Sees gave each church an opportunity to show off their unique buildings, talk about their unique history and the ministries that they have, and also gave all of us a chance to begin to forge relationships with each other. We found out that some of us were related to each other by blood. Others had high schools and hometowns in common, and still others had similar ministries and passions that they shared. As Pastor Charlene noted earlier, we took the opportunity to worship together several times this year, whether it was all five churches together or two or three in combined worship. Combined worship often offers us opportunities to collaborate and create worship that creates a more lasting impression. This was particularly evident during the Christmas season when we were able to put together a special Christmas service that allowed our children to interact with the nativity and the Christmas story, and to share their music with adults. It was also apparent during our Holy Week services where we were able to take the time to gather around tables in an open space at Republic in order to share communion on Holy Thursday, as well as the collaborative way that we shared the story of Christ's final hours on Good Friday in Sycamore. Another way that we have discovered to be better together in this past year is by opening our Bible studies across our connection. Sometimes we offer the same studies, sometimes we offer different ones, but we always have them at different times. Thus, we are able to offer a daytime study as well as a nighttime study, both on different days of the week. And this has increased the options that folks have to participate in meaningful conversation about God's word and has helped to build relationships. We have even had some folks from outside of our churches begin to participate, which has truly been a blessing for all of us. This year, we brought back Joyful Contagions, a ministry which started during the 
pandemic when we were looking for ways to stay connected and to spread a little joy to everyone. That was back when we were all still mostly homebound and wondering how much longer COVID would last. We found joy in packing up treats to share with others and in dropping them off on people's porches. And I think we might have had a little more fun in the delivery than folks had even in opening them. It's a challenge to get away without being seen. Our most recent combined endeavor outside of the Five Points Parish Festival was and is our Vacation Bible Schools as we will start Vacation Bible Schools here this evening. Because of our connection, we have been able to share craft materials and a puppet as well as volunteers between churches, which allowed us to save money and resources while reaching more children across our parish with multiple opportunities for learning about the love of Jesus Christ. A couple of weeks ago, I received a thank you note from a community member after her nephew attended one of our Bible schools. It read, Disciples of Christ, and then explained how much joy he had in attending that week. And that note just shows the impact that we had on one child who attended our VBSs. So far, we're up to 50 plus, and I'm sure we're going to add a lot more tonight. Our connection and the ways that we minister show those around us in our community that though our churches have been hurt by the pandemic, that we continue to stand as a refuge for those in need of shelter, as a place of peace and prayer, as houses of worship where people can rediscover or discover for the first time what it means to be in relationship with Christ and in relationship with a church community. And I hope that over this past year that we have prayed for each other and held each other and supported each other as we have all embarked on another journey, finding our way back from COVID. As we have done that, we have rediscovered who we are and what it means to be the church. And we have restarted ministries and tried lots of new things. So now we're going to take our geographical trip starting from the south. At Union Salem, we joyously brought back the sound of bluegrass music this year as they hosted Living Waters off-site in Upper Sandusky and invited our brothers and sisters across the parish to come. To come and let their spirits be lifted and their souls be soothed. The sound of music has certainly been a theme for them this year as they went Christmas caroling, hosted an evening potluck and singspiration where they shared many of their favorite hymns together. And they also share their musical talent and more every Sunday during their specials. The music continued at VBS, boosted by some of their new equipment, as they shared God's love with nearly 40 children. And they have shown their support and love for children in ministry as well when they kicked off junior youth again this year with a s'more Jesus party and spent many of their Tuesday nights learning about David through music and Bible lessons. In addition to junior youth, they had two young people, Luke and Noah, who participated in Bible Quiz this year. Not to mention it is the only church that I serve where we have young people who participate in worship every single Sunday. They light candles, collect the offering, sing special music, and we boast the youngest serving liturgist in the Five Points Parish and certainly far beyond. And speaking of worship, they have hosted multiple joint services including our very first service last year and last week's or last two weeks service before the festival and our very beautiful Easter sunrise service 
that folks are already looking forward to next year. At Sycamore, they have brought back some old favorites like the ice cream social, which many of you attended before COVID and continue to attend after COVID. And you wouldn't have thought we could use up all the vanilla ice cream in town on root beer floats, but folks were so excited to get one this year that nearly everyone had one and there was no more ice cream left in town. We also brought back the election night dinner and Christmas in the village and new favorites like the bean soup dinner that folks are still raving about. And we embarked on entirely new adventures like moving the historical gazebo onto our empty lot, installing new technology to be used in worship, hosting two very beautiful praise and worship nights and converting to a one board model of leadership. They have also baptized four children this year and welcomed two new members and they have found time to celebrate and fellowship on third Sundays while they potluck at noon. And they have continued to support their community by hosting funeral dinners, as well as multiple community organizations, including Wyandotte Cares, the Lions Club, the Mohawk Community Service Club, a 4-H group, and most recently, Grief Recovery. And between Melmore and Sycamore, their biggest adventure was probably the one they took together as they moved Kids for Christ to a new location and hosted over 20 youth on Wednesdays as we played bells and we boogied and we learned about the Ten Commandments. Not to mention that we also hosted Vacation Bible School together in what was clearly a meaningful and memorable time for our children. And that is when we learned how to make electricity out of lemons, which I think will be a sermon coming from Pastor Charlene soon. At Malmore, we rolled up our sleeves this year, and they showed just how hard their little heart could pump as they embarked on new ministries, continued some old traditions, and rebooted a number of things that had discontinued during COVID. People had ideas, and we followed them through. We started a new ministry called Fun Day Fridays in the fall, and that included a range of programs from driving safety to meeting local authors to finding out just how some of our favorite artists craft their creations and Jack Noller came and showed us how to make guitars out of anything, anything at all. And it also included a delicious meal. We had another record-breaking year of ham loaf and sauerkraut ball sales, and thank you to all of you who purchased them in great quantities. And we brought back the soup supper on a different weekend and sold out on more than one variety of soup. We also brought back our fellowship luncheons, and we have continued to enjoy our serenity garden. And we were delighted to throw our doors open this Thanksgiving Eve and invite our brothers and sisters in Christ to join us at a table which each church helped to set as we remembered how grateful we were to be able to worship together in body and in spirit this year. And when they've had free time, which included yesterday, they have pulled everything out of closets and corners and even classrooms, and I mean everything, they did it just like they do on TV. They took everything out and only put back in what they were going to keep. And they have cleaned and organized and cleaned some more. And although it didn't require any effort on our part, the Crossing Walk project was completed and we were even featured on video on ODOT's website. Not many people get to say they're on ODOT's website. We have much to celebrate across our five churches. At Republic Trinity, another faithful year of ministry occurred. They are a small but mighty faith-filled congregation. 
I brag on them all the time. They get it. They get what it means to be the church. They care for one another. This is the drive-by graduation party that happened for Dominic. This is one of our members at Republic that came to cheer for him as I had COVID. They set their own wants aside for the greater good. They showed their faithfulness and love to one another during COVID. They worried about the safety of others in worship. They gathered to pray as our church patriarch had COVID and we thought we were going to lose him. This is us gathered outside of his window at uh, Mercy Rehab. They had a great year. They installed and have supported a blessing box on our property, which has had a direct impact on our community and our neighbors. It gets emptied multiple times per week. Beyond our own blessing box, they have continued to support the community food pantry at the UCC Church. Their support reaches beyond just the food pantries, though. They have continued to bless community members who need assistance with utility bill payments through their home missions fund, and there's been an uptick in need this year. They have also supported community causes like the town hall restoration and the development of an armed forces memorial that will be across the street from the church. In a small village like Republic, it can be difficult to maintain ministry opportunities. But they have been faithful to be present at any village event, and you'll find them in just a couple weeks at the Republic block party. After COVID, many churches reported a dramatic decrease in worship attendance. Some churches reported only 35% of their congregations returned. Republic has never been worried about their worship attendance. They have remained faithful. They continue to gather in worship on Sunday mornings and also on Sunday evenings at the flame service. And they celebrated their first ever pajama worship for Christmas this year, which was one of the highlights of my ministry year. We packed the house that night, and it was a lot of fun. Republic has maintained a spirit of reimagination, and that is one of their spiritual gifts. They don't see their size as an issue. They see issues that they can address with their size. I am grateful to be in the creation and recreation process with them. And here at St. Paul's, while we have had a wonderful cooperative ministry year, we've also had several successful ministry moments of our own. We have maintained our worship attendance through a very difficult time. And you were faithful to one another as we went through the end of the pandemic. We have been blessed with baptisms this year and in the acceptance of new members, and we have two baptisms scheduled for August. Even during the pandemic, God was faithful to our congregation to call others into life with us. You have a heart for fellowship. And we have returned to the most meaningful fellowship gatherings that you appreciate so much. In a time when many churches were scaling back because of decreasing membership, we have returned to coffee hour. We held our chili cook-off, the fish fry. We returned to lunch bunch gatherings, Thanksgiving dinner, and parties for our young people like the St. Patrick's Day party, happy birthday Jesus party, our Easter egg hunt, and movie nights. We honored our history by sharing that history with 176 third graders from Tiffin City Schools as they came from the, for the third grade tour. 
And we plan to continue to celebrate our history by celebrating in Tiffin's 200th birthday on Heritage Festival weekend. We also have begun preparations to celebrate our own congregation's 200th birthday in 2024. Your focus on mission remains a priority as you have continued to support the community through First Call for Help, as well as the Sharing Kitchen, supporting multiple local agencies, as well as mission agencies within our own United Methodist denomination. And in a time when the conference told us not to start any new ministries, we did not listen, and we started Souls, offering meals to those who struggle to cook for themselves. Jesus said, feed my sheep, and you have responded to the call. We have honored one another by including all in our worship space. We have also celebrated everyone's talents by sharing together in worship through our acolyte ministry, through the call for liturgists, through sharing your musical talents to give praise to God. Most importantly, you have deepened your own discipleship and you have helped others to deepen theirs. Your emphasis on supporting the young people in our congregation is amazing. You have supported our young people. You have encouraged them. You have welcomed them into service in our church. You have given them a faith community to call their own. Support like that changes lives because it changes people. have participated in this connection. You have visited other churches for combined worship, and some of you have even visited on quote-unquote regular Sundays. We don't really know what those feel like anymore, but some of them are regular. You have joined us in fellowship together at luncheons and festivals. You have earnestly sought ways to build relationships across tables and through ministry, and you have held each other up and lifted each other in prayer. And in doing so, we have all worked better together to strengthen and build our churches. It has not always been easy shaking off the dust of COVID and moving forward, but we have done it. And we have been stronger because we have done it together. And I hope that in doing so, that we have helped not just our churches, but that we have, with God's help,